This week, cannabis industry paid $1.8 billion in excess taxes in 2022. Refund checks, anyone? Maine lawmakers reject interstate cannabis commerce bill in committee. American Bankers Association calls for swift passage of marijuana banking bill ahead of Senate committee hearing. Reparations for black Americans impacted by war on drugs recommended by California Task Force. Delaware becomes 22nd state to legalize adult-use cannabis, bypassing governor's signature. Minnesota lawmakers will hold first cannabis legalization conference committee meeting this week to finalize bill. Senate holds first hearing on bill to help marijuana businesses access financing. U.S. cannabis industry's $100 billion economic impact varies by state. Welcome to this week's episode of the Cannabis Weekly Podcast. As always, please do ensure you're following this podcast in your favorite podcast app. You'll be able to get all the links to the various podcast apps at businessofcannabis.com. Cannabis industry paid $1.8 billion in excess taxes. In 2022, cannabis operators paid over $1.8 billion in additional taxes as compared with ordinary businesses, which is forecasted to increase $2.1 billion in 2023, according to reports in Benzinga. According to a Whitney Economics Impact analysis of federal taxes on the cannabis industry, several state markets are also on the brink of systematic collapse, which experts have warned would result in a significant personal wealth destruction and disproportionately impact smaller operators. The publication writes that tax reform may be the solution that helps support the cannabis industry, while it would also serve to generate billions in economic activity. Maine lawmakers reject interstate cannabis commerce bill. Marijuana Moment reports that a bill that would have authorized Maine's governor to enter into agreements with other legal cannabis states to allow interstate cannabis commerce has been rejected. However, according to the publication, the chairman emphasized that cross-border trade could still advance as part of a separate vehicle as lawmakers continue to work throughout the summer. Representative Joseph Perry stated... Cannabis is now Maine's most valuable crop, besting the state's signature agricultural products such as potatoes, milk and blueberries. When you combine the adult use and medical markets, some estimates have the value of the industry at over $500 million, significantly more than last year's lobster harvest. American Bankers Association calls for swift passage of marijuana banking bill. Marijuana Moment reports that the American Bankers Association is renewing its call for the passage of the Secure and Fair Enforcement Banking Act that was refiled last month. The bill, which would allow banks to handle proceeds from state-licensed cannabis businesses and the ancillary businesses, as well as accept deposits from and make loans to employees of those businesses, is desperately needed, the organization said, with many cannabis businesses unable to access traditional financial services. The ABA stated, Federal law currently prevents banks from banking cannabis businesses and these ancillary businesses without fear of federal sanctions. As a result, this industry is operating primarily in cash, which is not only a public safety risk, but also undermines the ability for regulators, tax collectors and law enforcement to monitor the industry effectively. Reparations for black Americans impacted by war on drugs recommended by California Task Force. 
California's task force to study and develop reparation proposals for African Americans has recommended $228 billion in reparations for those affected by the war on drugs, according to Benzinga. The task force suggests compensation for community harms can be provided as uniform payments based on an eligible recipient's duration of residence in California during the defined period of harm. African-American residents in California incarcerated for possession or distribution of substances now legal, such as cannabis, should seek particular compensation. Measures such as affirmative action, abolition of the death penalty, restoring voting rights for the incarcerated, free college tuition for those eligible for reparations, and universal health care. Delaware becomes 22nd state to legalize. Benzinga reports that Delaware recently enacted two bills which make it the 22nd state to fully legalize recreational cannabis. House Bill 1 removes all penalties for cannabis use or possession as long as it does not exceed specific quantities, while House Bill 2 establishes a legal cannabis industry within the state. The publication highlights that opponents of adult use legalization, Governor John Carney, chose not to veto the bills despite his opposition, as Delawareans had spent far too much time focused on these issues when they face more serious and pressing concerns every day. Minnesota lawmakers will hold first cannabis legalization conference committee. Minnesota lawmakers are holding a conference committee meeting on Friday to begin resolving differences between cannabis legalization bills that passed the House and Senate last month, according to Marijuana Moment. The publication highlights that while the bills were identical as introduced earlier this year, both have gone through various amendments along the way and have now been separately approved on the House and Senate floors. Now, selected negotiators must reach an agreement on a final product, which will then be sent back for votes in both chambers before being sent to the governor. Senate holds first hearing on bills to help marijuana businesses access financing. The U.S. Senate's held its first ever hearing on the Safe Banking Act. That was on May the 11th, 2023. A bill that the country's cannabis industry sees as critical to its survival. As CNBC reports, the hearing, dubbed Examining Cannabis Banking Challenges of Small Businesses and Workers, they heard testimony from bipartisan lawmakers, including Senators Jeff Merkley and Steve Daines, who reintroduced the standalone bill last week. Alongside cannabis industry stakeholders like the Cannabis Regulators of Colour Coalition, Drug Policy Alliance and the United Food and Commercial Workers International Union, the Senate's Banking Committee heard how businesses struggle to secure bank accounts and loans from banks in order to run their businesses. With strong support and 38 additional co-sponsors in the Senate, the bill's proponents said they were encouraged to see the bill reintroduced after key improvements to the legislation. U.S. cannabis industry's $100 billion economic impact varies by state. The combined economic impact of both medical and recreational cannabis sales in the U.S. is expected to hit $100 billion in 2023, according to a recently published study by MJ Biz Factbook. While the cannabis industry's economic impact across the U.S. has grown by 12% year-on-year, the level of impact by state differs significantly. 
Although highly populated states with big markets such as California, which is set to see cannabis sales hit $17.7 billion this year, are generating large dollar amounts, smaller, less populated states are generating more impact per person. Alaska, for example, will deliver roughly $1,431 of economic impact per person this year, while Colorado, Massachusetts, Michigan, Montana, Nevada and New Mexico will each pump almost $800 per resident into their respective states. And now, Europe's headlines. Details emerge about Germany's ultra-regulated recreational cannabis clubs. After Germany announced last year that it would be legalizing cannabis for recreational use, MJ Biz Daily reports that the German government is preparing a draft law that would highly regulate so-called cannabis clubs. The publication highlights that the cannabis clubs, which could be up and running as early as later this year, would be associations that would not produce profits, potentially leaving very little room for making money for even ancillary businesses. Regulation could include limiting cannabis distribution only to association members and up to only a maximum of 50 grams per month per person. Consumers 18 to 21 years old would face a lower monthly limit in addition to a potency restriction. Neutral packaging and no consumption incentives for young people. Consumption on the site of the associations would be banned. European hemp leaders launch bid to designate natural CBD a traditional food. European hemp leaders are to open a new front in the ongoing continental cannabidiol battle by looking to have it classified again as a traditional food. The European Industrial Hemp Association has chosen to act after the Czech Ministry of Agriculture signalled its intent to ban products containing CBD. This followed the European Commission's decision in June last year to halt the processing of CBD novel food applications due to concerns over its safety profile. Consequently, EIHA has now sought clarification on the traditional status of natural hemp extract products with an Article 4 submission under the EC's novel food regulations. European Stocks Review Canabo announces 2.74 million in new funding. After publishing lackluster financial figures last week, the cannabis cosmetics retailer Cellular Goods has seen its share price catapult by nearly 180%, seeing its market capitalization almost triple. On Wednesday, May the 10th, Cellular Goods announced that it's now signed a contract with luxury multinational cosmetics retailer Sephora, which will see its full CBG skincare range sold through the retailer's UK website. The news sent Cellular Goods stock jumping, from 0.6 pence at market close on Tuesday to 1.7 pence mid-morning, before dropping back to around 1.4 pence at the time of writing. Canabo has also published a number of major market updates over the past week, though these have so far failed to move the dial on its share price. The medical cannabis company announced yesterday that it raised a total of £2.74 million through a combined fundraising and broker option. On May 9th, Canabo announced the successful completion of a £2.54 million fundraising via the issue of 88.1 million new ordinary shares, which reportedly include a new institutional investor. This was followed a day later by an announcement that a subsequent broker option had been fully taken up, seeing the company raise an additional 200 k at the issue price of 2.88 pence per share through the issue of 6.9 million new shares. Australian cannabis and psychedelic company Cresco Pharma 
has now received approval from the Supreme Court of Western Australia to acquire 100% of Health House International. The acquisition is a significant development for Cresco, potentially enabling the multi-brand operator to import and distribute psychedelic compounds, including psilocybin and MDMA, into Australia. It will also provide the company with another revenue-generating business with Health House posting cash receipts of 5.9 million Australian dollars in the three months to March 31st. This is expected to see the newly combined entities' consolidated cash receipts for the quarter hit 8.26 million Australian dollars or 33 million Australian dollars on an annualised basis. World first trial of cannabis-based drug in brain tumours launches in UK. A major UK clinical trial examining the role of the cannabis-based drug Sativex in treating the most aggressive brain tumour has recruited its first patients, according to Cannabis Health. A pioneering research project, which is thought to be the first of its kind on the role of a cannabis-based drug in the treatment of brain tumours, is now underway at Leeds Teaching Hospitals, NHS Trust, and the Christie NHS Foundation Trust in Manchester. The Aristocrat trial aims to investigate whether combining nabiximols, also known as Sativex, and chemotherapy can help extend the lives of people diagnosed with recurrent glioblastoma. The study, which is being led by researchers at the University of Leeds and the Cancer Research UK Clinical Trials Unit at the University of Birmingham, aims to recruit more than 230 glioblastoma patients at 14 NHS hospitals across England, Scotland and Wales in 2023. Ireland Citizens Assembly to hear voices of those affected. The second meeting of Ireland's Citizens Assembly on drugs will focus on the lived experience of individuals, families and frontline workers who have been affected by drug use when it takes place this weekend. The Citizens Assembly on Drug Use will hold its second meeting from Saturday 13th to Sunday 14th of May in Dublin Castle, where attention will turn to the lived experience of drug use and its impact on individuals, families, frontline workers and communities. The Citizens Assembly, which is made up of 99 members of the public and its chair, Paul Reid, was launched earlier this year with the aim of making recommendations on the country's drug policy. The inaugural meeting, which took place from 15th to the 16th of April, provided members with an overview of national drugs policy, current trends and patterns in drug use and international and European perspectives on drug use and policies. A few upcoming events to invite you to, and we hope to see you there. First of all, Business of Cannabis, the New York City sessions on the 7th of June of 2023. Whilst licenses are finally being issued in New York, grey market operators are still taking a big slice of the pie. How are the first legal dispensaries to enter the industry faring? How will the next wave of operators perform? How soon until we see progress in regards to consumption spaces? Join us in the heart of the Big Apple at Work and Roll for an intimate night of talks, networking, an open bar providing beer and wine all night, plus a dedicated cannabis consumption lounge. Business of Cannabis New York on the 4th of October will once again bring together the most influential businesses, financial institutions and policymakers from across the sector for a packed one-day programme providing best-in-class networking opportunities with key industry figures, sought-after insights, and a trusted knowledge hub for the New York cannabis industry. Get your tickets today and join us on October the 4th in New York. 
and Cannabis Europa 2024. After a hugely successful event in London last week, tickets are now on sale for Cannabis Europa 2024. And next year will be the 10th instalment of Europe's premier B2B Cannabis Conference and Expo. Tickets on sale via Eventbrite. And here's the website, cannabis-europa.com. That's cannabis-europa.com. The links for all the events in our show notes. Well, that's it for another episode of this week's Cannabis Weekly Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it, and please do give us feedback on all episodes. You can do that through our show notes. Just have a look via your favorite app, and you can get to that via our website, businessofcannabis.com. Click podcast. Until next week. Oh, 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 oh,